This is WFG Insights, your download on the real estate market, featuring industry experts, thought leadership, and what's trending, keeping you informed and ahead of the market. In this episode, WFG founder and executive chairman Patrick Stone joins us with economic highlights and the theme for this download, focus on your business, not on the headlines. Patrick, thanks for joining us. My pleasure, Brian. Good morning. Well, let's start with what is a technical recession. There's been a lot of debate about the fact that uh, we're trying to spin this. We've had two quarters of slowing growth, so technically it's a recession, but we get a jobs number at 500,000. We get headline inflation cooling a bit to 8.5%, still obviously high, but uh, this has to be the weirdest, wackiest, go-figure kind of economy in history, right? <laughs> well, it's close, if not. Uh, and, you know, a couple of things here real quickly. Uh, a lot of us have been taught that two quarters of declining GDP growth constitutes a recession. Technically, it is not because a recession is declared by the National Bureau of Economic Research. And that's comprised of eight academics who decide whether or not we are in a recession. And they have a very interesting graph that they use. They not only look at GDP, they look at income, gross national income. And that has gone up. And if you put those two together, their graph is actually accelerating, not declining. So that's why they're reticent to uh, officially call this a recession. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, the people I talk to, everybody seems to be doing pretty well. I mean, nobody's excited about, you know, four, five, six dollar a gallon gas or the fact that the price of food's gone up. But but not a lot of people are really hurting, right? I mean, we've talked in the past about you know, maybe the the bottom 20-25% of the market feeling it a bit, but everything seems to kind of keep going on okay. I mean, is that the read you're getting? Yeah, well, it, it, we've talked before, and there's two things right now that are very uh, positive. Uh, one, American corporations have more money than they've ever had, more potential investment income or uh, resources than they've ever had. A lot of them went to the market when rates were low, floated uh, bonds, uh, but they're all in pretty good shape, except the ones that are losing money, obviously. And then the American consumer still has a tremendous amount of purchasing power. Now, we do have a little in income inequality. We've talked about that before. Yeah. But by and large, the American consumer is in good shape. So we're not, uh, we're not anywhere near where we would typically be with an economic recession. Uh, we have the ability to go forward strongly. The thing that probably is most troublesome to me is the uncertainty, and that's uh, uh, elevated, if you will, by the Ukraine war, which impacts food and energy costs, but also creates a lot of geopolitical tension and concern. So uh, we have an environment in which the media is, is uh, highlighting the uncertainty, and that makes us all very, very nervous. Economically, we are in pretty good shape, but the but the pandemic did disrupt the global economy, and we are still experiencing that. Yeah, I talked to a private equity firm in Boston earlier today, and they noted that there's a trillion dollars in dry powder, as they called it, waiting yep. to be deployed, right? There's a lot of money out there, and it's kind of interesting because you, you and I have talked about it off and on over the last couple of years. Is there so much money out there that it's an issue or is there so much money out there that it's going to help us? And it's kind of a little bit of both, right? I mean, it was a, an inflation issue because of so much money. But now it's like, well, we've got all this dry powder, so I think we'll be okay, right? Yeah, the inflation issue, uh, 
obviously uh, consumers with the, uh, the government help uh, had a lot of disposable income and they bought a lot of goods, which were hard to get because of supply chain disruption. And so we had inflation. Uh, we do have a lot of dry powder. Uh, I do also believe that basically the psychology, both for consumers and corporations, has got a little bit more rational and a little bit more conservative. So that dry powder will be employed intelligently uh, going forward. So I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic that we're going to get through this. Good to hear. You know, I caught a headline and I don't really, thanks to you, pay a lot of attention to headlines anymore because a lot of times it's clickbait. But I saw there was a drop in mortgage rates that sparked what they called a mini refinance boom. Is that accurate? What's the latest on rates? Well, it was really mini. (laughs) (laughs) There was a little pickup in refis, but not not, uh, tremendously. And a little bit pickup in resales, but again, not a great growth. And what we're seeing here, the mortgage rates are still historically higher than they should be in, in regards to the 10-year T-bill. Uh, we've talked about it before. Typically, the 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 15 to 2% above the 10-year T-bill. It has been running about uh, 2 to uh, 2.5% to 3% above the 10-year T-bill. Now, it's come back down, So uh, you know, but 10-year T-bill is trading at 2.7. Mortgage, you know, mortgage rates should be 4.2 to 4.7. Uh, so let's hope that they continue to trend down. They get into that range and stay there. And then if we get the Ukraine war over, we'll see them even drop further. Okay, good segue there. I mentioned headlines and uh, titled this episode, Focus on Your Business, Not on the Headlines. A good time to be doing that. And with the market slowdown, uh, it is a very good time to be looking at things that a lot of people haven't looked at in the last couple of years because, quite frankly, everybody has been so doggone busy closing business. And uh, let's talk about the bottom line, Patrick, you know, trimming fixed costs, an obvious one, or moving them to variable if possible. Talk about that. Where can agents find cost savings right now? Every agent should, and I'm sure a lot of them have, but should sit down and take a look at their financial statement, identify what is fixed cost and what is variable cost. Obviously, the variable cost, you want to uh, you want to move as much as you can to the variable cost, uh, you know, and not to, not to do a, a commercial here, but our blocks program at WFG is designed exactly to allow agents to move fixed costs to variable costs, whether it be production, HR, marketing, or whatever. Instead of paying for something you don't use all the time or carrying the cost as the volume goes down, make those costs variable by just paying for things when you use them. You can do that by outsourcing. Uh, you can also take a really, really hard look at all your your line items, examine them and decide whether or not you really should be spending the money for it. We do not know how long this, this slowdown will last. I remain confident that with the millennials moving into first-time buyer age, that we are looking at five to 10 years of pretty good real estate activity once we get through this current situation. Uh, and I would encourage everybody out there to align yourself to the current market. Don't sit back and say, well, I think it's going to change because we don't know when it's going to change. We don't know when it's going to pick up. So be smart about it. Sharpen your pencil. Get rid of any costs you don't have to carry. Try to move as much fixed to variable as you can. The staffing issue. Uh, I know some people have uh, you know, trimmed staff, but contrary play here, would now potentially be a good time uh, to be attracting new talent? Well, you know, I'm going to be straight up. My, I learned this a long time ago. You should be trying to recruit revenue-attached people at all times. And it is 
actually easier in some ways to recruit right now because most corporations become very inward focused. They quit talking to clients. They quit talking to their employees. And there are a lot of people out there that are feeling like, like they're not engaged anymore. Or they're not a core part of their, their company's operations. As a manager, please talk to your employees. Talk to your employees. Let them know that you value them. Get their input on how they can help you increase business. But also take a look around. And it's a good time to recruit because there are people out there that are producers that are being ignored or not talked to. And uh, you should always be seeking revenue-attached people. So I would suggest to everybody, get aggressive in a very smart manner. Yeah, you talk about talking to people. Business development. Also, you know, COVID, it became a Zoom thing, right? Uh, Which was, I guess, great for reps because, hey, you could talk to a bunch of people and you're not, you know, beating the pavement. But a good time to, you know, get back out there. And uh, if you haven't, and talk to those key referral sources, get them out there face to face, maybe get people together and, and also build new relationships, right? Well, here's an interesting thing, Brian. I'll share this with you. Uh, You and I were talking before we started recording. I've been doing a lot of traveling, and each of those uh, locations I have visited, I have talked to top-producing realtors. I have never seen them as interested and as engaged as they are now in seeking answers and information about the market and what's happening. They greatly appreciate sharing you sharing your insights and your experiences with them. I'll just give you an example. I gave a speech uh, to a, a realtor association last week. I had about 100 people there listening to me. I spoke for an hour and five minutes and I opened it up for questions. I had an hour and 10 minutes of questions before I shut it off. Yeah. I have never had that sort of response from an audience before. I, I had to finally stop because I was tired. But they were asking, uh, asking for insights and information. What are we seeing? What's happening? What's working? What's going on? People are really in need of information right now. So talk to your clients, talk to your prospects, give them the benefit of your insights and what you're seeing right now in your market. Well, that's the title of this podcast and this video is just that. And to clarify what you're saying, they are desperately seeking good expert insight. You know, the information we are deluged through the the media and 95% of it is incorrect, right? I mean, or it paints with the broad brush or it it doesn't relate to what we're talking about, correct? Well, uh, so much of the media is attention grabbing and, uh, you know, that's what they're doing. They're trying to get eyeballs and clicks. And so consequently, they don't uh, delve very deeply into what's going on. Most of the realtors I am talking to out there want to know what we're seeing as a title company. Uh, is our volume up and down? What kind of transactions? Uh, what's the price range? Uh, you know, how long is it taking to close? Uh, how many fall out? I mean, people really want to get a sense, a real sense of what's happening in the market, not just headlines. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Um, one thing that may have not been addressed during the last couple of years, just due to being busy, you know, a lot of smaller agents, information security, InfoSec, right? That won't happen to me, right? I'm I'm a little guy. I'm a mom and pop. Nobody's going to want my information, right? Not true. And if you haven't addressed that now, you really need to. Yes, absolutely. And WFG, uh, with, through its subsidiary, West, has an info protection uh, capability. We provide assessments of your InfoSec and we'll make recommendations of what you should do. Please be careful because everybody, everybody is experiencing problems with InfoSec. 
It has become a major business in Russia, China, uh, Czechoslovakia. People are, uh, I mean, they actually have startups that do nothing but hack. So be really aware that most hackers are now, now cognizant of the fact that we handle a lot of money and that it is possible to mislead our clients into wiring funds or sending funds elsewhere. So the infosect issue is a big issue and pay attention to it. Yeah, I want to be clear too. This isn't just the, you know, make sure you're confirming whom you're wiring money to, that whole thing. We've we've covered that. This is a hacker overseas coming in through your Wi-Fi and penetrating your computer your microwave, your refrigerator, any number of items, if you're working from home, even your office, right? That's what we're talking about here. And I want to be clear there. Yeah, it, it is a very real and extensive problem. Yeah, no question. You know, it's August here, and uh, I've always felt, and, you know, we've known each other for a while, this is when I start to business plan for 2023, and it's maybe a little early. A lot of the budgeting is done in uh, September and October, but I've always split the year into thirds rather than quarters because I, I always felt like just kind of that's how the seasons roll and that's how I like to work. So that's my my business, but you know, it's never too early to start planning for next year, especially in light of you know, way the market's going to give you kind of a runway to get out, do business development, and build business for the year ahead. Here's an interesting fact that impacts everybody here, including me. We get used to doing things a certain way, and we get used to looking at things from a certain viewpoint. And that's based on our experiences and reinforced by our successes. Make sure in this market that you are considering every possible variation market-wise and prepare for it. Now, Take a look at, you know, take a look at your budget, your plan, where you are this year to date, where you think you're going to be for the rest of the year and, and put some flexibility into your thinking, especially as you get ready for next year. And I would, as you said, start uh, start building detail and information around the idea of your plan for next year. Get about 90 to 120 days ahead of yourself with an idea of what you can do if things change in the interim. And, uh, you know, flexibility and detail are very, very important right now. Yeah. Yeah. The last thing I want to touch on is probably the most important, too, and that's health. Uh, we've all been through an unbelievable period here the last couple of years with COVID, the pandemic, the shutdowns, uh, the the business that the, the real estate industry has done as a whole has been off the charts. Uh, it's a great time to, to really focus on your health, your personal health, your mental health. Uh, you know, you and I have talked about this a lot, you know, off the record time to get it out there. People need to take care of themselves. And if you've kind of let it go, you know, time to really take a look at that, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, health, family, job. That's that's my priorities. That's the priorities I encourage my employees to take. If you're not healthy, then you're a drag on your family. If you're not happy, you won't, you won't function well in your job. So health, family, job. Exercise, eat right, then uh, take care of your family and you'll perform well in your job. Great stuff, Patrick. Well, we appreciate you uh, joining us and safe travels. Thank you, bud. You take care. Thanks to WFG founder and executive chairman Patrick Stone for joining us. And thank you for partnering with WFG. WFG.